This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Well, yeah. hello, everybody. Welcome to another Facebook Live on uh, Shower Door Professionals Group here. Yeah, every Wednesday, we're here about 5.30 Pacific time, and uh, we get together, talk about shower doors, uh, talk about tips and tricks, the business, all kinds of stuff. So uh, you can join us here in the Zoom room if you want to. Just go ahead to the uh, Facebook page, and uh, I've got this uh, description post pinned. So you can just click on the link, come on in. See a lot of the regulars here. There's Steve Nunn over there. There's Tim Connell, Bill Dobman. It's always here. We even got Baba Tunde here. Tunes. Checking in, man. Good to see you, my brother. Uh, Robert Matheson. There's uh, Bob Dugan, Billy Britt. Man, the gang's all here. How you guys doing? Great. Good. Great. Good, good. You look good. Tunes got a beard going. What is this? Just late. He's looking smooth. <laughs> smooth operator. Yeah, well, cool, man. I can't believe it's been a week already. It seems like it was just a couple of days since we were on last time. Yeah, last time I was having some technical difficulties, I um, kind of outgrew my computer and decided, crap, I need to get another uh, desktop. I was trying to do it all off of um, a laptop, you know, which laptops nowadays are pretty good. They store quite a bit of stuff. They've got quite a bit of memory and everything, but it just wasn't quite enough. I was maxing it out. So I decided to get a desktop, set it up, and... Uh, yeah, when it came time to do the, the live, I was like, I couldn't get my camera to work. Couldn't get the thing to stream to, to Facebook. So, but we got through it, right? You got it. Yeah. Actually had a pretty good, pretty good call, in my opinion. So, anyway, you know, um, hey, Christina, good to see you again. Thanks for, for coming. Um, so Bill had an idea for just talking about some kind of out of the box marketing ideas. So what are some, what are some things that you've tried, um, you know, to do marketing, kind of do it maybe on the cheap, maybe like guerrilla marketing, something that you can do for next to nothing that maybe other people haven't thought of and, uh, to bring you a little bit of, uh, visibility to your shop. And, uh, you know, Bill Dobbins is always good at providing something, you know. If, if he comes up with an idea, he'll always, you know, come up with uh, an example. So there's something that um, he sent over. Let me go ahead and share this with you. So tell, tell us about this, Bill. All right. So I took this shot, a screenshot off our security cameras, but we put, always put a logo on the top of our vehicles whether it's a sales vehicle or a service vehicle. Because down in Naples and Fort Myers, we do so much work in the high rises that the old people love to sit outside. We gotta, we gotta mute somebody here. There we go. Thanks. So we do so much work with high rises. And the older people love to sit outside and see who's coming in for service providers. So it costs you next to nothing to put a logo on your roof of your vehicle. So, you know, it might cost you 125 bucks. Well, well worth it. Right, right. Let me see here. Sorry about that. I got a lot of noise. No. My phone, Bob. Yeah, 
Let me see. Yep, sure enough, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's that one that gets highlighted there. <laughs> yeah, right. There we go. So yeah, I you know we over the years we've done a whole lot of neat stuff, but I wanted to see what other people have, and if we don't have enough to talk about it, obviously I've got other stuff. I I don't have it to share, but we can certainly talk about it. But I'd love to see what other people have done for marketing. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, here um, in Santa Cruz, I don't think we have many buildings much taller than like two or three floors. So uh, same here. <laughs> right yeah so, but i mean i could see in, in an area where you've got a lot of high rises I, that's a great idea yeah. i mean people look down they can't see anything except your logo yeah exactly yeah exactly now tom whitaker puts qr pretty good sized qr codes on the back of their vehicle and people are using their cameras and and you're getting a video of the company so the qr code will send their smartphone to a landing page and then you can basically tell them about your company. Uh, so it's really a rolling movie screen, if you, so to speak. And that's an inexpensive thing that you can just attach to every vehicle. You know, years ago, people weren't familiar with how to use QR codes, but since COVID, everybody's using them. Huh. And it's just a really simple thing to do is just put that on your, your back of your truck or the side of your truck or your sales car. Uh, you can have people you can direct them to a landing page and they can fill out an application right there for either employment or, you know, to get an estimate if they see your car. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I really like those, uh, those QR codes. It, they've been around for a long time and haven't really caught on until just recently. I think like you're saying, you know, with the, um, the recent developments, uh, you know, people have been kind of taking advantage of using those QR codes and people are starting to understand how they work. So yeah. it's a great time to kind of capitalize on that because you can have that QR code go to anything. You can go to a video and go to um, a page. And like Bill said, if you have it go to just uh, a web page, you can always update that. So you don't have to change your QR code. You can just change the content you know, at that URL. For us, uh, technologically challenged, how do you go about uh, establishing a QR code and getting it going? Okay, so any of you, you got a website now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Who developed your website? I, I have a friend that does it right now. The same guy will do your QR code. So okay. whatever, whatever message you want, just tell him, and there's an app that they create the QR code. So what they do is they take your video or whatever you want to give them and assign it to that code. So when someone scans it, it's going to go to the landing page of that, whatever message you want to give them. So you put you that on your website? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm just saying a guy that does your website is technologically able to create the QR code for it. You just go to your sign guy with that or you can email your sign company or whoever mm -hmm. does your truck lettering, the barcode, and they'll mm -hmm. blow it up for you, put it on the truck. So all they're doing is taking what's normally a small QR code, blowing it up, putting right. it on your truck, and you could say, scan this for more information. Write that right on your truck. And then when they do it, you can basically do a 10-minute video, if you want, of all the shower doors that you sell, how to get a hold of you, a little insight of your company. You know, pay somebody to come in and do a nice video of your company. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible marketing piece. And when you get tired of it, the beauty of it is you can keep the same QR code and just change the content on your landing page. Okay. So it goes to a specific video. Yeah. Just one, not a menu or anything. It just goes to that well, specific video. No, you can make it do whatever you want. You could have it go to a menu. You could have it go to your mobile website if you wanted to. You can basically have it do whatever you want. Oh, cool. You can have it to go to a menu. You can have it say, fill out this form for an estimate. You could say, fill out this form for a job. Hmm. So whatever message you want, it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. It really is. I know. I don't know how to do it. So I'm just like you. I don't know how to do it, but I know how to use it and just find the right people to create it for you. 
Yeah, I'm starting to work on some videos, so and I'm getting my truck relettered, so well, any it. little advantage you can get, you know, I'm trying to uh, establish myself here in the area a little better. Yeah, I mean, you could just have it go to a radio commercial if you want, or you know, just whatever you want. Mm. Has anybody done um, a billboard or TV advertising, per chance? Well, I've done both. How have those worked out for you? Billboard, not that good. You get tied into a contract, uh, unless you're using the digital ones that you can take down quickly. Um, depends on your location. If you're on a digital one, what you are in a rotation, you might be one of 10, might be one of 12 ads up on that board. And then it's all in the timing and the traffic pattern. You know, I, I go by digital ones all the time and you only get to see one or two and there's 12 up on there. So it's a crapshoot if people even see it. Um, television ads work. They really do. But it's, a, it's an art that you got to figure out where to put it. I ended up paying more money and doing the local news because you can go into cable, you go on HGTV, you can do whatever, try and pick TV shows like Jeopardy. So you got to know what your demographic is, your target market that you want to hit, find mm -hmm. out what the shows they watch. And I find out that you can get on the early news before the networks come up at their 7 a.m. one. You can go on your local station and get like the 6.55 news break just before it goes to national. And you pay a lot less than paying on the national news, which still only gets broadcast locally. So you get on the local news at five. Some of them have it at four in the afternoon at five. Try and get the weather because the older people that's generally our demographic love the weather and they love the stock reports. So you just work with your TV rep and buy it there. TV ads okay. work really good. Okay, I'm working great. on that myself right now. And another suggestion I've done. Uh, okay, so normally TVs you buy in 30 second in increments, but there's such a thing as called a bookend. So you're breaking your 30 into two 15s. And when you do that, you get the first one on the commercial break and the last one on the commercial break. That gives you your 30 seconds. So if you're watching a show, you're the first one on the break. And then when all those ads run, you're the last one before it goes back to the show. And that's what people do is they take that break to go get a soda, coffee, go to bathroom or whatever. But at least you're getting them right off the break. So keep that in mind. Most stations offer that. That's great. Yeah. TV is good. It's really good because we're a visual. Thing. I would echo Bill's comment about the billboard. Also, we tried billboard years ago, and unless you're tracking every phone call, um, it didn't have much of an impact. Um, we did radio and TV. I think TV was more effective. But I'll tell you, in our end of things, not that it's unique because I'm sure you all do it, but having a we use vans, having that van with your phone number, your whether it's your QR code, but pictures of the shower doors or big bold letters, custom shower enclosures. I've had people call me at a red light because they're behind me and they're calling on the phone. And uh, that has been without a question, the most effective form of advertising is vans. I have seven vans, that's a rolling billboard everywhere you go. Agreed, us too. Works great for me. I've been out of state working and pe local people call me wanting to come by and have estimates done. Yeah. yeah. And the big thing about the trucks, the trucks are, are vitally important that they're clean. Matter of fact, on this Facebook group a few weeks ago, a lot of us sent in pictures of the particular trucks that we're driving. Uh, like Brandon's, he's, he's got a full wrap on his and they look amazing. I used to do wraps, but when you start driving down the street and the trees scratch it, you ruin the wrap. It's expensive to keep changing them. So we went to just lettering. But you got to keep the trucks clean because that's a reflection of your business. And I don't know how many times you're out on jobs. I know in Naples and Fort Myers, the older people, they love to come out to the driveway and look in your truck to see how it's kept. And if it's neat, they're very impressed. And if it's, it's slobbish and your stuff is running everywhere, it's just a reflection on the whole company. But if you can keep it professional looking, it, it, man, it really tears their guard down. They're not as hard on you for whatever reason. 
Yeah, I think the wraps are too busy. Keep it plain, the 55 mile an hour billboard so people can see it, uh, be pithy about it, get the message nice and bright. Wraps get a little too much, too much on it. Too, yeah, too many do wraps. too much, but, but to Mike's point there, a good picture of a good frameless shower door is very mm -hmm. powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful. So, but if it's singular, oh, right. not like a, yes, not too spread busy. out all the side of the whole van. Agreed. It's a very, you know, focus point. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's different for different people, right? I mean, it depends on what kind of work you're doing, yeah, and um, and the kind of work that you're trying to get. Now, I love what uh, Bill was just saying about just keeping things clean. You know, talking about marketing and branding and doing it for for less money i mean what's cheaper than just keeping your truck clean and organized it doesn't cost you anything i mean you should be doing that anyway and that is actually a marketing technique that's something oh, yeah. that demonstrates you your brand um and does a lot about your company right so that that's a perfect example of what we're, we're talking about tonight Chris, another example is just like the shirt that I'm wearing. Let me go back to my picture here so I can see myself. You see, like you're wearing your shirt, right? Nice embroidery. So my wife has a cricket machine. So we buy these shirts at Adidas or whatever store it is. And she does, she does the logo. And we put the flag on the sleeve, you know, show that it's American made. Over here, like this one, I've got the Ink 5000. But the one that gets the most views is the back. I put the website on the back because people don't, won't stare at it when they're looking at you face to face. But if you're standing in line for a coffee or anything in line, going into a theater and you're wearing this, they'll read your website and it'll just memorize in it. So I would put whatever you can on your back. They have no problem staring and reading as much as possible on your back. Same thing on your installers. The whole day they're installing at somebody's house, that's a billboard. Their back is a billboard. So you can say we do mirrors, sliding doors, closet door, whatever else you do, put on their back. They're going to say, oh, I didn't know you did wine closets. Why not? So what did you, you know, Something else that we do too is we, I get uh, business cards for all my technicians and have them liberally leave them on counters, pass them out. Um, uh, you know, same thing, just, just dropping your name everywhere as, as, along with what you said, Bill, a, a, a shirt, something with your company name, logo, website, whatever on it, but business cards to be able to hand out, uh, everywhere. We've done that for years. Yeah. You know, again, you got to know your, your market and who you're selling to our age group, your age group, my age group, we're used to business cards. The younger crew or not, you know, it's like I got an right. iPhone and let's bump and we'll share contacts because right? I'm not dealing mm -hmm. with business cards. I'll just put you in my phone. That's okay too, but you still got to be, you got to set yourself out and people do remember business cards. They really do. Yeah. So uh, like Chris, I'm trying to see who else is on here. You know, this group is growing pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Ask somebody like uh, a Billy or Steve or whatever, you guys using business cards, brochures or nothing? Are you going digital? Hey, speaking, speaking of business cards. So uh, here's my business card. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it. There it is. I got it. Yeah, perfect. So when uh, they started coming out with this gold foil cards, this was like, I don't know, this might've been 10 years ago now. Time goes by quick. But uh, these cards are like, four times as expensive as a regular card. Um, but if you're going to buy business cards and you want to present, you know, a really professional, really polished um, brand, go ahead and spend some money on your business cards. I mean, it's going to take you a long time to go through a thousand cards and it's worth the extra 50 bucks, hundred bucks, 200 bucks, you know, if you're talking about something that's going to take you five years to give away anyway, um, spend some money on your business cards. Because I, I give people my card and they go, wow, that's a nice business card. And that's, that back the, up. That's the, kind of, that's the kind of response you're going to want to get. Let me see. Now, now flip it over. 
Hold on a minute now. Hold on a minute. Now. Okay, here we go. So yes. flip it over, Chris. I got it. There's that. Why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's where you put your QR code on the back and then yeah. you send them to your website, send them yeah. to everything that you do, introduce yourself. Yeah. I mean, the next time I get a mate, I, I might do that, but I mean, it's like, it takes, you know, I buy a thousand cars. It takes me forever to give them away. End up using them for shims on the job site. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive shims out there. <laughs> but classy, very classy. Exactly. Hey, we were talking about the QR code, and I went ahead and pasted uh, a URL in the chat room. And I also pasted it over in the group to the, the QR code generator that I use. And um, the website's called the hyphen qr code hyphen generator.com so if you are just a little bit techie like me i mean i'm not like super techie but i'm just techie enough to be dangerous you know what i mean so if you're like me and you want to play around with it you can go there and make these qr codes for free and it can it can po point to a web page it can point to your your facebook page or um, your Instagram, any URL, any web address. Um, I think you can even make it like, call, uh, you know, phone call, you know, call your phone number. I mean, I think there's all kinds of different things you can do, but um, so that's QR wrong. Codes, now, that they, uh, now that they've made your cameras to where they can scan those QR codes, you can shoot those QR, card, QR codes from a long ways away. Yeah. Pick them up. It's pretty neat. Right, and it used to be that you had to switch over to an app that read the codes, but now they've got them all built into all the cameras and all the phones. So it's like, it'll automatically notice there's a QR code in the frame and try to scan it. Those are big deals and they're very, very, very powerful. And basically free or just about free. What else does anybody, did anybody else send anything into you? No, nope, just you, Bill. You're the only one who does your homework. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, like so the best student ever. I don't I, do much. <laughs> all right, I got you. I got a really good one. And this is this is great. And it costs you little. Like we buy a lot of trucks. And I I would assume everybody here has a glass truck. And you probably have a particular vendor that you go to, whether it's your Ford dealership, your Chevy dealership, whatever it is. When you buy a truck, take a picture of that truck, print a letter to your salesman, thanking him and showing him how you use the truck, put it in a frame and give it to him. He will hang it in the showroom and every other contractor that goes in there to buy that truck, buy a truck, will see your company, your picture and everything. And this guy is just so proud that he sold it to my shower door or whatever your company is. He'll put it in, right out in the showroom for everybody to see, which tells the world what a great salesman he is. And they're going to see your truck and every contractor that you want to do business with is going to see it. And it costs you nothing. I mean, that's guerrilla marketing at its best. Dude, that's beyond guerrilla marketing, man. That is sheer genius. Do you guys, are you guys listening? Are you taking notes? This is like absolutely brilliant. Thanks, it is. Bill. It works amazing. It did it. So our sales cars, we buy all American vehicles. So I have Ford Transits and Chevy either. Uh, it used to be a cruise. Now we're doing Malibus. So my Chevy dealership, he's probably got three of these in their showroom. Right, you know, it's the largest Chevy dealership in Southwest Florida, and they've got three pictures that we've sent to them in their showroom, and we're the only company that does it. It's it's like unbelievable. So whoever you buy your trucks from, and it makes them feel great that a company went out of their way to send a thank you for treating them so well. Of course, they're going to post it up there. Wow. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, I would have never thought of something like that. That's brilliant. So simple. So simple. So um, the other thing is just being involved. It, uh, 
okay, so I'm lucky where I've got other people to do things. Chris, you're a one-man show, so you can't be involved in community things as much. But when you start getting involved with community things, your name gets spread like crazy. So if you get to yourself where uh, uh, you've got a couple of crews and you've got a salesman on the road and you're, you're doing a strategic planning, that's where you can get involved with your local chambers or economic development councils or even school departments and, and uh, mentor kids about being entrepreneurs. And they'll bring tours to your place, absolute tours. And, and you know, every student's going to go home and tell their parents and the parents are going to tell their parents. So it would be the student's grandparent that we got a tour of this place. I've never been to a glass shop. They let me cut mirror. They let me uh, break a piece of glass and it was so much fun. That, that's another way of spreading your thing and it costs you nothing but time. Yeah, you know, Bill, last week you talked about the idea of um, going to the golf course when there's a tournament and putting a piece of glass out there with your yeah. logo on it that people could hit balls at and try yeah. to break, you know? And if, if you can use either like a windshield or, um, or like a shower door, just, you know, scratched or mismade, you know, piece of glass that you've got, put it out there and, and as kind of a fundraiser for charity or something, um, you know, how much fun is that? You know, I mean, guys love to try to wreck stuff. I should have sent you the video of it. I sent it to uh, Jim Evans because he was talking about that. We've been doing that for years. You do it on the driving range and we bought a realtor sign, one of those metal realtor signs. So your sign is... Uh, I think it's 24 by 18. So we have quarter inch tempered cut and you slide it in the frame where you would normally put a realtor sign and you put a, a banner or a sign behind it. So when the glass breaks, you just simply replace the glass and leave your sign in place. So your sign's made of corrugated and it says break the glass and you know, presented by my shower door or showcase shower doors and boom, it's there. And people pay 10 bucks to take three shots and it's a fundraiser. Now, if they break the glass, they feel good. And then their name goes in a thing and they give away one gift certificate. They'll pick it out and you'll get a hundred bucks to go to dinner or something like that. But it's a great fundraiser and your building association will use it. Your chamber of commerce will use it. Your local charities, whether it's Make-A-Wish or the Cancer Society, they will all use it. And you don't have to do anything but supply the glass and then pick it up at the end of the day. You put a, a tarp down on the ground so when the glass breaks, it just falls on the tarp. You go back at the end of the day with your gloves and, and, and a barrel. You roll up your tarp and you throw the trash glass in there and you pick up your sign and you're on your way. Love it. Ho, 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 wait a minute. Did I just see Joe Flynn enter? That's no. me. That's Hello. Joe. Are you kidding me? I'm on, finally. In the flesh, man. That's Mis me. Mr. New England is here. That's right. How are you guys doing? Hello. Welcome to the group. Thank you. Yeah, it's cool. You guys bring up some really good points. I've honestly never even thought about doing a QR code ever, ever. And that's such a good idea. Like oh, unbelievably easy. good idea. And not so only easy. that, you can tell them ahead of time what to expect. You know, it's just, it alleviates so much phone call time. You know, and especially when you have that that page that you were talking about where they could fill out and email it to you right off of that QR code. That saves so much time. So much time. You could be doing it's, estimates in your truck. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. an unbelievable time saver. And that's more likely than not the biggest time waster is just chasing quotes and trying to you know, follow up on leads and all that stuff where if these people already know ahead of time what to expect, they could just fill that out and send it. It's, it's a no brainer. It's such a good idea. Such a good idea. Thank you. You can put that on your business card too. So Chris is talking about business cards, flip it over on the back. You could have five QR codes all going to different landing pages. So, I mean, you could do a whole seminar on sliding doors as opposed to a swing door, steam showers, um, anything, your technique of why you're different than ABC glass down the street. Absolutely. You know, set yourself apart. 
That's so unbelievable. It, it's just so powerful. Unbelievable. I love it. I joined up right cool. for that. And that, that I had to join <laughs> off of that. That was awesome. Really. Sweet, sweet. That got you on board, huh? It did. It did. That's Chris, I feel so idea. happy. I've been trying to get Joe on here for probably, what, three months? A long time. That's for sure. <laughs> A long, long time. Joe, just so you know, you see Christina here and, and Mike. I met them both at the glass show in Atlanta. Asked oh, them nice. to join. They've been on for a couple of weeks now. We've Where are got they guys. from? Well, Christina's Atlanta. Christina, just introduce yourself to Joe. Hey, Joe. Um, yeah, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, we're shower door guy. And uh, my dad and I run a business together. That's awesome. Yeah, it's That's a lot awesome. of fun. Yeah. Stanks, I honestly, I'm not sure how big you guys are. I know Bill is super big, but I, I like to oversee, not oversee, but I like to keep the quality at the highest possible level, you know? And growing to the point, I mean, Bill grew to a point where he has a whole mess of employees, but I feel like more likely than not, not taking away from Bill at all, but more likely than not, people like the quality over how fast you can get certain things or how, you know, can you just pump all this out for me or blah, blah, blah. You know, I feel like staying smaller is almost better in terms of quality. And I feel like they'll just keep coming back because I have contractors that I started five years ago. I built this business about five years ago. And from that five years, I haven't lost a single contractor to anybody, you know, and it's just the quality aspect of just keeping the quality as high as possible. Like, I feel like that trumps everything. It doesn't matter how big you are, as long as the quality is there. That's personally, I think that's the best thing going, you know, it's just keeping that quality at the highest level. Joe, there's a lot of people on here that are just like you. I mean, Chris himself is a one man show. Yeah, that's and unbelievable. And it's all that's about tiresome. quality. It's yeah. all about quality. Uh, I Absolutely. Believe, uh, Steve, Steve Nunn's just getting started. And Steve, how many guys have you got? Now, he's in, what, uh, San Antonio, right? It's just me and an helper. That's good. Yeah. That's how, that's how I was. Honestly, I only have I have, uh, I have two vans, one for me and one for my other crew. So it's just me and a helper and then another crew, you know? So there's nothing wrong with that. And you can make a fantastic living yeah, off of just two vans. I'm a fireman, so this is my side business. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked uh, before. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just like me. I have two guys, and that's it. Yeah. It's my brother and I, and he works from home. I'm in the office, and and we're a full-service glass shop. So That's fantastic. I was going to yeah. say, you're, he's full-service. Joe, are you doing mirrors, too? Oh yeah, I do. I do and glass railings, glass railings, mirrors, shower doors. I do. so my thing is I don't do anything that doesn't make me money. So I'm not going to screw with windows. I'm not going to do like little cabinet glass that's an hour away. Like yeah. you just yes, you're a business and yes, you're a glass company, but you have to know when to say no. Yeah. You know, it's not worth the time. It's not worth the money. Because at the end of the day, we're here to make money. Like, we're not doing it just because, I mean, I like it, but I don't like it that much, you know? Like, I'm not going to go an hour and a half out of my way to, to really make nothing, you know? Because how, how much money could you possibly make off some cabinet class that's that far away? You know, you can't charge enough, you know? Right. So it's like, that's another big hurdle that I had to come across is when to say, no, I can't go that far. You know, especially for contractors that have used me in the past and they're building something two hours away. And I'm like, you're going to have to find somebody else up that way because it's not worth the time. You know, that's the hardest thing is saying no. I found throughout everything in this business. Without a doubt. Yeah. Well, that's a really good way to do a, a little bit of marketing, too. And maybe this is a little controversial, but. You know, if somebody's out of our service area, we refer another glass guy who's out there and then they refer people to us. So mm -hmm. it's like a really nice 
um, relationship that we create with people locally because there's enough business for us all to go around. Um, and, you know, when you create that, you have like the steady stream of business coming in. So mm -hmm. I heard a lot of my windows. I'll just, hey, I got a buddy that does windows. So let me give you his number, you know, and then I'll get phone calls from people that he gave my number to to do shower. He, they want showers. So it's a, it's a two-way street. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. I do the same thing that Christina said. You know, I have some guys. Well, Massachusetts is fairly small compared to where you guys are. But still, two hours away is two hours away, you know. And I have guys north of Boston and uh, out west. You know, I just call them up. Hey, do you guys want it? It's yours. I don't want anything for it. You know, just take it. Here's the guy's number. Have fun, you know. Yeah, because if you go that far away, then you're leaving all your, you know, your work that you could be doing in your area, you know. Yep, absolutely. Just like, just like I had a lady call me from Chris's area. And I said, that's too far to go. And I referred her to Chris, you know. Absolutely. You know? Because, yeah, you, you go that far. Okay, so say you do take it, but then you go that far. How, how, many, how many jobs are you going to do other than that one? Right. And, and during the day. You're and, you're leaving, and you're leaving work behind that you could do in your area. Right. Instead of and you're going to do one where you could do four locally. So yeah. you're actually losing a lot of money if you think about it that way. Yeah. And God forbid you have a warranty like Whoa. two hours away. You That's know you're going to have a warranty issue two hours yeah. away. Yeah. It always but, happens. <laughs> we got the warranty. It's called a taillight warranty. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> when it oh. disappears, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. No. But I wish it could. But that's okay. Yeah. That's why it, people it worked that way for a quiet. while, but not for very long. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, my policy is to go one hour. You know, so it's like I don't really don't care where it is. If it's within an hour from me, then I'll go there. And if not, yeah. I just I just say no. And you know, it's it's crazy because the more I say no, the busier I get. It is just the most crazy thing, you know. I mean, the phone rings like crazy because I can say yes to all those things that I want to do and the more I say yes to the stuff that I love to do and that I can do and that I excel at the more word gets out that, hey this is the guy you want to call to do that kind of stuff you know and I mean I'm within an hour of um Tim I think I'm within an hour from you yeah you're about an hour I'm within an on hour a good my... on a good traffic day yeah, on a good traffic. Your traffic yeah. sucks over there. I mean, <laughs> that's why I won't go over there. <laughs> so, where are you in relation to Chris? Are you south and north, or I'm on the Mo I'm in Monterey, Monterey okay. Peninsula, south of me. South, south. I'm south of him. And, and a normal driving day, I can get over to Watsonville in an hour. But the traffic just sucks. I mean, and if you want to go to Santa Cruz, that's even worse. So, yeah, you got to time it right. That's for sure. Oh yeah. But, I mean, go, I mean, I go out to Salinas. You know, I go out to Oak Hills, Prunedale, and stuff. That's easy. But the turn you make that left turn going towards Watsonville, the traffic just stops. I feel you. Traffic in Boston's no better, especially yeah. with our roads. It yeah. makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I thought Miami was bad. Boston is just oh. shoot shoot me. Yeah. The street, streets weren't made for cars. They were made for a horse's carriage. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, everything is one way. Uh, it's just often if you get into downtown Boston. Just like, like today, I went from East Boston back to the South Shore. It's only 32 miles. Took me an hour and 42 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's horrible. Yeah. 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 So, Quite you know, Florida. one thing I did, like, early on when I was, um, before I really had you know, much resources as I made a couple of signs. I made a couple of uh, sandwich board signs and, um, you know, I got them like professionally made so that they were, you know, I don't want, you know, I don't want just like cardboard, you know, like, mm. like people use on the side of the freeway, you know, asking for dollars, whatever. Yeah. No, but I got a nice sign and sandwich board. And then, um, when I did a job, you know, I'd leave the, leave the sign out in front of the yeah. place where I was working, you know, so at least people driving by, could see my logo and, and uh, my phone number and call. 
But of course, you know, I don't spend that much time at any one job. So um, I started looking for like vacant lots where I could just, uh, you know, just leave it for a while, maybe leave it for a few days. Oh, you so like I, the gas, glass guru. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this is like, this is like old school gorilla marketing, you know. Just find that place where there's a stop sign and a vacant lot where people are sitting there waiting on a, on a traffic signal is even better because they have to sit there for a minute. And this was back before people were looking at their phones all the time, you know. Yeah. And they didn't have anything to look at. So they just look around, see my sign sitting there. I think I got one stolen, you know. But um, <laughs> or ran over. Or ran over or something. <laughs> but, but that was a good, cheap way to get some, you know, just get some exposure. Okay, so let me ask you a question. How much would you spend to come up with something really clever? I mean, if this was going to go over the top or explode for you, because I've got an idea, I'm leading up to it, so I'm, I'm setting you up, all right? What would you spend for a marketing idea that would really take you over the top in your area? Start the bidding at $1,000. Okay, that's twice what I thought you were going to say. I figured you'd say about <laughs> 500 bucks. 500, what are you getting for that? $500. Okay, Chris, you'll, you'll appreciate this. We had a contest to create a jingle for our company and then we would pay the winner 500 bucks. You wouldn't believe the amount of people that would send in applications and they would create a jingle. There was a lot of musicians around there they're like picking on the guitar or singing or whatever it is. It's like their own tryout and they would get paid and, yeah. and you, you would pick one. Now you could set it up if you have enough, you know, whatever connections you have in your community, you can really set it up big time where you can say, okay, at this amphitheater on this night, we'll have open tryouts, almost like the voice. And we're going to, you know, show off your talent and create a jingle. Or if you had a jingle, have them, do your jingle in a different variation, whether it's a, a acoustic or country or whatever, and pay people for that. But the exposure you'll get on that would be incredible. That's a great idea. That is another brilliant idea, man. Yeah, I mean, Chris, you're in music. I mean, I, you know, how many, like if somebody gave you that opportunity, because you're playing your guitar, just practicing, you say, well, why not? I'll play with it. I'll, yeah, I'll throw, the worst throw my hat happen. in the ring. Exactly. Right? I'll throw my hat in the ring. But just the exposure. And then other musicians will tell other ones, hey, you know, this guy's paying 500 bucks for this. And you're going to get, you know, you could be like Folger's Coffee. If you ever Google Folger's Coffee, I think they have five variations of the same, uh, the same jingle. You know, it's uh, Folgers in your cup. They have a, yeah. an acoustic version, like a very laid back one. They have a country version. They have one that's more upbeat with Folgers in your cup. It, it's brilliant. You could do the same thing for your company. I'm creating a jingle. I'll pay $500 to any musician that would like to, you know, if I pick you, you know, you won't pay it to every musician. Or you could turn around and say, I'll pay $50 for every entry. You could do it that way too and get 10 or 20 or 30 entries. But, and you can put it on Facebook and you can go to the musical groups, just join that group and put it out there or those community groups. You go to something like next door and put an ad out. Hey, looking for a musician to create a jingle. The exposure you'll get is amazing. An unbelievable idea. And $500 can go a long way to somebody yeah. especially a musician yes yes it's a whole night gig and they can do it at home that's right and it probably be, won't take them that long to do either and they'll be really proud of it <laughs> yeah just, yeah, just something simple like that is a, is a steal to pay for a, for a jingle yeah when you said a thousand i'm going my god this is perfect you fell right into the trap chris thank you how much do you think folders pay oh thousands oh Thousands. Tens of thousands. Yeah, crazy. But how I, often is that burned into your brain? That stupid song. Yeah. I sing yeah. it to myself sometimes without, I don't even know why. I'm just right. making coffee. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you get a good jingle, it sticks forever, mm -hmm. forever. We'd created a jingle, I don't know, maybe uh, six, seven years ago. And I'm going through it right now. And 
it's funny. I've got the vocal only uh, track. So we took out all the instruments and just the vocal. And I started playing it on news talk radio. So all during the day, they're hearing it. All of a sudden, they hear this beautiful voice singing a cappella, our jingle. And that's it for 30 seconds. That's all they hear. And the response has been incredible because it's something different. It stands out in the crowd. So it's just something different. That's what you got to do in marketing. Stand out in the crowd. Just do something different. The thing at the golf tournament, people love that. Love to break the glass. Everybody likes to break glass, right? Of course, that's fun. Yeah, take a shot at it. It's simple. And if you set it up right, you don't even have to be there. The, the people that run the charity, you just give them the glass and you tell them what to do. They'll set it up, they'll take it down, and they'll pass out your literature. They're the one that's making the money on it. You're just getting all the notoriety for supplying a couple of pieces of quarter-inch tempered. Easy. Yeah, and I don't think, I don't know if it's possible to, break a piece of quarter inch tempered with a golf ball. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Who's hitting it? I'll send you the video. Awesome. We, we, every tournament we do, we probably get four or five people during the tournament. We set it up on the practice range and usually on the shotgun tournaments, practice range is near the first tee, right? So when they do a shotgun start, everybody stops at the range before they go back to number one. <laughs> They throw 10 bucks in, 10 bucks from every person. So there's a 40 bucks a group and they probably have uh, 40 groups out there. So they're making some pretty good money off of it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Great you idea. Can, you can do the same variation with kids. If you want to go to a baseball camp and have them throw a ball at a piece of glass you know, and, and set it up a little further away. So you can go to little leagues. You can do all sorts of things with that. You know, years ago, we had we had Spyglass Hills out here in Pebble Beach. And they called up and they ordered like forty pieces of eighth inch glass, like I don't know, three by three. Delivered it out there. I didn't know what they were doing with it, but they had a youth um, golf clinic, and they set up just like you yep. did. Yep. And the kids were, were, you know, breaking the glass with golf balls. They did the same thing. I'll send you the video for next week, Chris, so you can play it. Excellent. I probably got great. 10 or 12 where the guys break the glass, and it's really cool. But again, you can thought, do, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'll say you can do it for baseball. You could actually do it for soccer. You know, yeah. you just don't use quarter. Go to 3 sixteenths, or just get some scrap glass from your supplier. You can get it annealed if you want. You don't have to yeah. do tempered. No. Actually, it's funny that it explodes, though. Yeah, it is. But yeah. you can do annealed, and it still sounds pretty darn good. Yeah. You know, be a little bit more careful. Make sure that people wear gloves when they change it out. But you can have a lot of fun with that and get great exposure. Something that Brad and I really enjoyed at the glass show was the glass um, ping pong table. Yeah. I don't know if you all saw that, but um, my sister went to the University of Georgia and I went to Georgia Tech and we're rivals, I guess you could say, um, if our football team was a little bit better. But um, we were thinking we might make one and then donate it to the Alumni Association and then that would be amazing exposure. So <laughs> could be fun. I don't know. I liked the uh, ping pong table there, so I thought that was cute. You can make yeah, You know, Dustin Dustin made that ping pong table, I'm pretty That's sure. That's what I thought, yeah. He did. You could, right. you could touch base with him, and he oh, probably yeah, gave you some ideas sure. about it. Um, for sure. There's, there's also a golf company. The name is leaving me right now. It's, a, it's actually a guy's name. They actually have them in every one of their locations, similar design, steel and glass, and they actually sell them on their website. Um, quite expensive, about a fifteen thousand dollar table, but, but uh, yeah, they're they're a really nice showpiece. But yeah, Dustin could probably give you some some tips and tricks on those things. That's awesome. And, and Christina, you know the other the cornhole boards are really popular. And it's a lot mm. less to make, and they're really popular. And you can do multiples. That's so a that's good a, idea too. That's a that's great a, idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, you guys can make it in your shop on scrap glass. Especially if you yes. have the UV glue, because you cut some triangular pieces for the sides, 
and UV glue it to the board with a hole in it. It's done. Easy. <laughs> you can yeah, do that that's an awesome idea. Glass. Yeah. You can make what it are you talking mirror. about making, Bill? You know the cornhole boards? Uh, you throw the bags. Okay, they, yeah. They're normally a plywood board. With a, yeah. I think it's a four-inch hole in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really popular for a lot of the local bars. You can actually supply it at the bars. But see, the bars aren't our clientele of people. I would go to the gated communities where they have the uh, the bocce courts or something like that and provide it there. Clubhouse. So, yeah, a clubhouse. Now, that's another thing that we've done also. You know, uh, down here in Florida, there's a lot of gated communities have golf courses. So we'll sponsor the cup, the water cups, the styrofoam cups. Just put your logo on the cup. And we tell the courses that we'll pay for the cups. Just put our cups out there. And they love it. It's just, that's an expense they don't have to pay. You supply the little styrofoam cups for the water and they'll put your advertising out there. Huh? You can, yeah. buy their, you can buy their pencils for the scorecards, you know, just little things like that. It's great yeah. advertising. Well, and speaking of gated communities and neighborhoods and things like that, um, so there's like a, it's like a retirement neighborhood community and Brad and I are setting up a booth at their like their little community. Uh, I don't know. They have like a vendor show this weekend, and we're gonna do a promotion if they you know schedule a consultation with us, which is free. Um, we'll give them some kind of free upgrade, and um, that'll hopefully get a ton of sales because once we're in the door, obviously you guys know how it goes. Things things go pretty well, so. Um, anyway, and we know like every house is essentially the same floor plan. So we know exactly what shower it is kind of thing. And, you know, easy peasy. Are you guys a vendor for an account holder with some sort of like uh, glass coating, like clear shield or diamond fusion or something? You are. Yes. So we actually just moved from clear shield to enduro shield. Um, whether or not that's you know, actually better. It's probably largely the same thing, um, but, you know, they sold us on it pretty good. Um, so we feel pretty good about Enduro Shield. But Clear Shield's been working for my dad for like 10 years. So, yeah, I was going to say that's a very minimal expense that you could, because you can get how many showers out of a bottle of clear shield or dirt, whatever it may be yeah oh you yeah a ton of showers so that's something that you won't really it, you won't see it affect your pocket at all and that's right. something you know that people love because they can't they don't have to clean it you know mm-hmm. so you could just give that as a freebie like that upgrade and you can just say it's 250 dollars to coat the shower but we're going to give you this free if you know but it costs you nothing i mean 15 dollars in the amount that you use. Sure, yeah. You know? So that's actually exactly what we'll do. And then maybe like a free handle upgrade or something like that, as long as it's, you know, eight inches or Yeah, reasonable, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Christina, how many gated communities do you have in your area? So many. Okay, like, good. so many, hundreds. What you gotta do is what we found out you know who the most popular person is in those communities? Is the guy at the gate. Get him donuts and you give him <laughs> a stack of your business cards. <laughs> because people use them as the concierge. Hey, who do you know that comes in here that does shower doors? Who do you know? And he'll just That's hand out your card. brilliant. Cards. Oh my gosh, I'm writing this down. That's brilliant. <laughs> this dude's got like a million of them, man. I mean, yeah, we, we handed like uh, out hand long. I go to the gay guys and hand them hats. Yes. Uh, ask them if they need any plexiglass for their desks. Yes. Um, you know, I, that's what I, when we go in the communities, I always keep hats in the back of the truck and, and toss some to the gay guys. It also makes it easier when they know you. They don't make you go around to the, the commercial gate. They'll let you go through the main gate. So it cuts down <laughs> 15 minutes of driving. So yes. smart. All right, Billy. I love it. So, so these gated communities you go to, are you going back and replacing something that was put in originally or? Most of the time, yes. Yeah, because they're crap. Most of the time, it, the builder put the frame door in when it was under construction. Yeah. And, and they're it's 10, 12, 15 years old. And yeah, we're doing a removal and a reinstall. Yeah, we get that here too. Or... Sure. Even yeah, the high-rise. We are gated communities. We're doing, we're doing new construction. 
these are kind of our higher end communities. So we're dealing with our contractors we have relationships with. So that's that's what we're typically doing. Yeah, I mean, we're doing that too, Billy, right? But, you know, on the older communities where these are 20 years old and the people are ready for renovations. And I, I'm finding that they all go to the guard station and say, hey, who do you know in here is doing bathroom remodeling, doing tiling, doing glass? Yeah. And just leave them your cards and give them some donuts. Home run. Good idea. Absolutely. Now, with the residential, like, homeowner calls versus contractors, so personally, as of right now, I am not taking any homeowners for the time being unless there's a contractor involved or they've been recommended by somebody that I know. What's your um, rationale? Why? So... From what I've noticed, just maybe it's just up here. There's a lot of people that are very, they're, they're not picky, but the handholding is a tremendous time loss to me. And since I'm small and I have one crew plus me, that my time is worth way more than, you know, so the contractors, they already know what they want. It's like, hey, Joe, here's the lockbox code. Here's your address. Go measure them. Go order them. You know, there's not, hey, well, I want to see this glass and I want to see this glass and I want to see all the handles and I want to see all the different colors that you supply. And I want, you know, maybe I don't want to do a door and a panel. Maybe I want a three panel or maybe what about a header system or, or pivot door? You know, there's too many options and too much time wasted on just one specific customer. If I had more crews or more employees that would be different but yeah. for the time right now contractors already know they want not the cheapest way out because a lot of guys up here they don't mind paying as long as it's really nice you know but just for the time being i just push the homeowners aside i have more time to myself and we're actually doing more business because the contractors just don't give me one there's like four five six per building that they're building so it's worth more to go do six than to go to one, one job or even six different homeowners and all that time talking to them and holding their hand where I could go to that one building and do all six and just be done. Sure. You know, so I'm just curious of what you all are doing with that kind of situation. I do both. both. I go to the homeowners. Mm -hmm. I tell them what I'm going to do. And this is the only way I'll do it. And they'll say, well, I want something else. And I'll tell them, when you make that phone calls, you can find somebody to do it. And I price it out. I get, most I, I get them all. Mm -hmm. And then I went to some guy the other day and he's a do it yourself. And I walk in, look at the shower and I just cringe. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I really want to do this. I mean, it was a disaster, you know? Yeah. So I do. If I do price it out, I will just jack it up. So hopefully I don't get it. But then, I, then I get contractors and uh, I deal with them. So, Joe, I don't disagree with your philosophy for the, for the situation you're in. That works perfect for you. Everybody, everybody has a different scenario. Um, guys like Billy that have a showroom where those customers can come in and get their hand held. It's a perfect thing because you got to realize it's a good cash flow when you're dealing with homeowners where you're getting 50% up front, 50% immediately on completion, as opposed to some builders where you're waiting 30, 60, or 90 days to get your final payment. You're very right. Yeah. So, so there's a good mix. Now, you've got such a great relationship with the contractors you have. You probably have no problem with collections. They'll probably cut you a check the day you finish the job. I think that's a perfect scenario for you. But if you want it to grow and you want it to be able to sell the add-ons, spend the time holding hands and sell those add-ons, there's a lot of money to be made there. Absolutely. A lot of money. But you, gotta, but you got to build to that. So what you're doing is building to that. There's right. nothing to matter with what you're doing. You're very successful at what you're doing. And that's good. That's yeah. what this group is about. We're all coming at it from different angles. And that's the beauty of it. You can do that and still be successful yeah. and, still be, and still be professional. Yeah, but you I, know, and the secret to marketing, one secret to marketing is that 
just targeting a group, right? And the saying goes, if, if you're selling to everybody, you're selling to nobody. I mean, you have to pick a group that you're really targeting or else you're just, you're wasting, you know, your efforts by just, you know, you know, uh, scattershot everything everywhere, you know? So just recognizing who you want to do work for and then targeting that group of people makes you so much more successful. And it's like Bill always talks about, you know, the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. You know, it's like, um, you know, 80% of your income is coming probably from 20% of what you do. And if you can just figure out what that is, man, you can, you can be um, really profitable. And I'm thinking about maybe next week having that as a topic, you know, uh, talk about the difference between working with homeowners rather than um, contractors or even designers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's that. terrible. That's a terrible can of <laughs> Even Bill's cringe. <laughs> Desecrators. I know. Desecrators. But anyway, give that some thought. And uh, hey, thanks for showing up, everybody. Good seeing you, Joe. I'm glad you joined Absolutely. us tonight. Man. You All guys right. as well. We're here every I, Wednesday. Chris, I want to I make sure and compliment you on your beautiful video tonight and the quality of your camera that we didn't get to see last week. So I want to make sure and make a point on that. Thanks so much. I worked extra hard. Man. It's a shame when you guys can't see me. You know, so I appreciate it. I know you want to. Hey, have a great well, evening, everyone. We'll see you next Wednesday. Till next week. Good night, Bye. guys. Right on, everyone. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.